Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal, the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for Monday, March 7th, 2022. Since 2017, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry, and we look to do that here every day. We love to hear from you in the comments, and always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com, as well as through all of our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And please, if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe here. After a rundown of the key stories we're following, we'll give you a sneak peek into our second expert series segment featuring the retail expert, Krista Raymer of Vitrina Group. Today's segment will be about inventory planning for your cannabis retail store or dispensary. So stay tuned for that. Here are some updated events that we're having. March 10th, that is this Thursday, will be in New York City for Business of Cannabis New York Sessions. It's presented by Leafly and Vicente Sederberg. We'll be talking about connecting social equity licensees with capital, a great lineup there. We encourage you to see the description below. On March 30th, we'll be uh, online for our retail series, talking about how to prepare your cannabis retail store or dispensary for 420. And then in September of 2022, so this coming September, we'll be back in New York for our two-day Business of Cannabis New York. So please see the link below for more details. For today's stories, the GOP cannabis legalization bill will be heard in Congress? Question mark. Is Biden's ban on cannabis investments hypocritical for their staff? A deep dive on high fire and Peel NRE could join the cannabis industry. For our first story, an interview uh, this week, Republican Representative Nancy Mace said her state's reform act will get a hearing in Congress, but that it could only happen after the Democratic-led Marijuana Opportunity Expungement Reinvestment, or the MORE Act, gets its hearing. This according to Marijuana Moment. Quote, personally, I want to respect the process, and more is going to come up again and let Democrats do MORE Act. It'll die in the Senate. And so when that's done, we'll do our hearing, and there'll be nothing done in exchange for it. I just made the ask, and we're making it happen. Now, Mace, you may recall, isn't the most popular Republican right now, and not only because she's carrying a legalization bill, she's facing a Republican challenger in her primary this year, and the most important person in the Republican Party, former President Donald Trump, has endorsed her challenger. So she is not the most popular Republican trying to carry a bill forward. For our second story, in response to reports that the Biden administration may deny security clearances to employees who invest in cannabis securities, U.S. Cannabis Council CEO Stephen Hawkins issued a statement pointing out that the Biden campaign didn't seem to have a problem accepting donations in 2020 uh, from cannabis companies. This is in Benzinga. Quote, the guidance from Director Haynes says that investing in the burgeoning cannabis securities market could reflect questionable judgment and an unwillingness to comply with the laws, rules, and regulations. This is frankly offensive and wrongheaded. It also begs the question, if President Biden feels this way, why does he happily accept campaign donations from individuals in the cannabis industry? This is a quote from Stephen Hawking. So seems like the U.S. cannabis industry may be at odds with the Biden administration right now on several different fronts. For our third story, in a Q&A with MJ Biz Daily, High Fire President Matthew Hollingshead said its retail technology was built, quote, with data at the center of everything we did. Some of the highlights about High Fire, in addition to capturing sales data at the retail level, High Fire is designed to recommend products to members of the Spark Perks loyalty program. They recently acquired Wikileaf and Potguide to own the, quote, the entire customer journey through content. And he perceives Leafly and Weebmaps as competitors, though not retailers who compete with high fire. This all begs the question, what's stopping other tech platforms from building a similar features? Well, Hong said answer is because we've built purposefully 
from the beginning and we built in the, and in-house, we're not going out and acquiring this and acquiring that, partnering with somebody else to fill this other gap we've built for longevity, notwithstanding the fact that they did make two big acquisitions over the past couple of months. For our final story, Infrastructure, Transport, and Real Estate Investment Group, Peel, is consulting the public before formally applying to local government to create a new medical cannabis cultivation and research facility, this according to BusinessCan. The project will be Peel's first cannabis-related initiative and reflects the Isle of Man's potential as it readies itself for becoming a hub for cannabis cultivation and production. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 10,000 plus others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. Eastern with our Cannabis Daily newsletter. Coming up for our next segment, a conversation with the retail expert. She'll be taught from Vertrina Group. This is Krista Raymer. She'll provide insight into the proper inventory planning that is critical to your cannabis business, how to measure your inventory planning, if it's effective, as well as some tips and tricks to improve your all inventory. This is part of our expert series. Krista Raymer is our retail expert. This is The Retail Expert. So today we're gonna to talk about inventory. We're gonna go over why inventory is important in your cannabis retail environment, what measurements we can use or KPIs to know the health or success of our inventory, and then some tips and tricks that are gonna help you manage your inventory along the way. So first, let's dig into why the inventory is so important. Inventory in a cannabis retail environment usually looks like your second largest cost center, meaning that it's one of your largest investments. Contrary to what a lot of people think, is cannabis inventory isn't going to gain value as we hold it. It's actually a depreciating asset. It doesn't get more valuable the longer that we hold it. So it's really important that we're making strong buying decisions and then getting the inventory out as quickly as possible. This is both good for our customer service as well as maintaining our budgeting. When we think about cannabis retail environments and inventory specifically, inventory is going to directly impact the quality of sale. So what does that mean? The quality of sale is what products we're selling to our customers and how much we're retaining in terms of profitability per transaction. So if we don't have the right product and we can't connect it with the right customers, then we're gonna miss a lot of opportunities. So our inventory is literally one of the key aspects to us being able to drive profitable transactions in stores. Okay, so next up, we're gonna talk about some of the KPIs on how we measure the health of our inventory. The first one that we wanna consider is what our aging inventory looks like. So this is us digging into what percentage of SKUs we have in store that are ranging between 30, 60, or 90 days. Why this is important is because it's gonna tell us how effectively we're moving through our inventory, both from a SKU level perspective, as well as from a category perspective. So if we can see that we're holding a lot of inventory that's longer than 90 days, we need to take immediate action to be able to offload that inventory, free up the cash flow, and then reinvest it in SKUs that are gonna perform better. The second KPI that we wanna consider is SKU velocity. SKU velocity is going to be a measurement of how quickly a SKU comes in and then leaves through the environment again. 
in cannabis retail, SKU velocity is a really healthy way for us to stay on track of how quickly products are turning over. We've got a lot of new products that come to market, and so we want to be aware of how quickly these products come in and then go back out because this is going to directly tie back to profitability. If we bring in a more expensive product and it doesn't move as quickly, we might not make the same profitability on a product as if we brought in something a little bit lower priced but turns over really quickly. Different categories also have different standards of velocity. So something like a pre-roll or an edible might move a lot faster than some of our glassware in our accessories category. So being on track of what is happening in terms of velocity by SKU is going to help us tie back to what our profitability is as well. And the last one that we want to consider is gross margin. We can plan our environment for healthy gross margins, but at the end of the day, we want to be optimizing what these gross margins look like by SKU. One of the things that will directly impact this is how healthy our inventory is. So if we purchase inventory at full price, but end up marking it down at a lower price to get it sold, we've just eaten into our gross margin. We probably could have priced it more effectively at the beginning to see a healthier gross margin throughout. So pricing, as well as how quickly inventory is moving, is going to directly impact what our gross margins look like. Finally, we're gonna talk about some tips and tricks when thinking about our inventory. So inventory is a really large category. What we wanna be able to do is break it into smaller subcategories. This is gonna help us really see the sight line of what is happening with the investments that we've made. So if we look at only, for example, flour as one large category, it's really hard to pull out the data that feed into insights and then what actions we can take from those insights. So if we're really specific and breaking our categories down into smaller categories, which include less SKUs, then we can really dig into the data, understand what insights we need to pull out of it, and then create some action points to impact that. The second tip that we wanna make is thinking about our inventory in relation to sales forecasts. Sales forecasts are really important because it's going to help us plan for a number of areas of our business. But within inventory specifically, we can then set out a cadence on what our budgeting should look like. So if we are generating future looking sales forecasts, we can also then allocate the right resources to buy the right inventory at the right time. One of the things that's made cannabis retail so hard is that we only have historical data. And so that historical data only tells us so much about what our customer did previously or what our retail environment was up to. We wanna take our historical data, influence it with some future projections as well to generate a forecast that then allows us to budget effectively. Where this becomes really tricky and important is when we get into holidays like 420 or around the holidays like Christmas because our customer behavior shifts. And so if we only look at historical data, we're not gonna plan that we have the right inventory in the right store at the right time. And finally, number three, our last tip and trick is to reassess regularly. Inventory is about iteration. The end of the day, right now we're in a growing space where the product and assortment changes monthly at least. So we want to be taking a look at what is happening with our, in our inventory and the health of our inventory on a regular cadence to iterate and adjust accordingly. If we're seeing shifts in those subcategories or categories in terms of sales and we're generating more revenue out of those categories, we probably also need to make a reforecast on what our investments in those areas specifically look like. So iteration is going to get us to a point where we're aware of what our customer is looking for what our sales teams are capable of selling, 
as well as ensuring that we've got the right inventory in the right place at the right time. Thanks for joining us today. If you have more questions or wanna know how to drive a profitable retail environment in cannabis, you can reach out to me directly at Vitrina Group. We have more awesome content just like this that will be on businessofcannabis.com. That was episode 41 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us here on YouTube or wherever you caught the program. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel and we will see you tomorrow. Thank you.